Welcome to Zichur Dafsi Man Rami Ram Gold Hai and Dirim Zakas Mod Katan Dav Zain. The first parak, Mashkin Besa Shrachin. The first parak has been generously sponsored in the memory of Menachem Mendel, Ben Rav Yosef Yitzhak Isaac Kohn, and his son Abach Yosef Yitzhak Isaac, Ben Rav Menachem Mendel Kohn. May their Nishamas have an Oliya. So the three topics we're going to focus on number one, the next mission states, Rav Mer says, Roynas Nagaim Lahakel, Abol Hachmir. A Kohn may look and examine a Negat Saras on Choamot to be Meiko, but not to be Machmir. Rashi explains that if the Kohen sees that he's Tameh, he shouldn't say anything, because if he declares him Tameh, he'll cause the person distress. And the Torah says, and you should rejoice in your Chag. But the Chamim say, A Kohen may not examine at all, neither to be Mekel nor Machmir. They hold the Kohen examines the Negel must make a ruling, and if he were to examine it in order to be lenient, he might end up having to be Machmir. Point number two, the Gemara brings a Bryce with a similar Machos between Rameer and Rabbi Yossi, where Rameer says, that the Kohen can look at the Nega to be Meiko, and Rabbi Yossi holds like the Chachamim, that the Kohen should not examine the Nega on Choamor. Rabbi qualifies the Machlokas. In a case where the person was never examined by a Kohen, they both agree that he should not be checked, because a decision can only worsen his situation. They also agree that if a person is Beheska Rishon, his first confinement, he should be examined, because an examination can possibly improve his situation if he's rendered Tower. They disagree only in the case of someone at the end of a second Hezger, a second confinement, where a situation will improve if he's Tahor and worsen if he's Tameh, as he will then be distressed on becoming a Motsar Mukhlat. Rabbi Mera holds Milsa, that the determination on becoming a Motsar Mukhlat is dependent on the Kohen's decision. If he's Tahor, the Kohen tells him Tahor, and if he's Tameh, then the Kohen is silent, which prevents the person from being declared a Motsar Mukhlat. Rabbi Yossi holds the Kohen cannot remain silent for the Pasuk states to declare it, the Nega, Tahor, or to declare it Tameh. Therefore, the Kohen should not examine the Nega on Chol Moed, for he might be forced to declare the person as a Metzor Mukhla. And point number three, the Gemara brings a Brisa to prove that becoming a Metzor is dependent on the Kohen's ruling, for it was taught that the Pasuk states, heros bo, but on the day that the healthy flesh is observed in it, it shall be Tameh. This implies that there's a day in which the Kohen examines its Ras, and there's a day in which the Kohen does not examine it. From here we learn, A chasen who develops a nega, we give him the seven days of his wedding celebration before examining it. We give the chasen this allowance as well as for his house and his clothing. Similarly, if someone develops a nega before a rego, we give him seven days of the chag before examining it. These are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi said, we don't need this Russia, for the Pusik states, but the cone shall command, and they will clear the house. This is done to prevent financial loss if the contents were there when it was declared Tameh. If we delay the inspection for him for a discretionary matter, to avoid financial loss, then all the more so we should postpone the inspection for a Dvar Mitzvah. So once again, the three topics are number one. The next Mishnah states, where Mir says, Roynas Nagaim Lahakel, Avol Hachmir. A Kohen may look and examine a Negat Sras on Chol Moed to be Meikah, but not to be Machmir. Rashi explains that if the Kohen sees that he's Tameh, he shouldn't say anything. Because if he declares him Tameh, he will cause the person distress. And the Torah says, Vesamachta Bechagecha, and you should rejoice on your Chag. But the Chamim say, Lo Hakeb Lahachmir. A Kohen may not examine at all, neither to be Meikah nor Machmir. They hold that the Kohen who examines a nega must make a ruling, and if he were to examine it in order to be lenient, he might end up having to be machmir. Point number two, the Gemara brings a bright with a similar malchologus between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi, where Rabbi Meir says that the Kohen can look at the nega to be mekel, and Rabbi Yossi holds, like the Chachamim, that the Kohen should not examine the nega on Chol Moed. Rava qualifies the malchologus in a case where the person was never examined by a Kohen. 
They both agree that he should not be checked because the decision can only worsen his situation. They also agree that if a person is Behesko Rishon, his first confinement, he should be examined because an examination can possibly improve his situation if he's rendered tower. They disagree only in the case of someone at the end of his second Hezgar, his second confinement, where his situation will improve if he's tower and worsen if he's Tame, as he will then be distressed on becoming a Mitzor Mukhla. Reb Meir holds, but that the determination of becoming a Matsur Mukhlat is dependent on the Kohen's decision. If he's Tawar, the Kohen tells him, Tawar. And if he's Tame, then Kohen is silent, which prevents the person from being declared a Matsur Mukhlat. Reb Yossi holds, the Kohen cannot remain silent for the Pusik states, Lataro Lutamo, to declare it the Nega Tawar, or to declare Tame. Therefore, the Kohen should not examine the Nega on Cholamot, for he might be forced to declare the person as a Matsur Mukhlat. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a brace to prove that becoming a Matsura is dependent on the Kohen's ruling, for it was taught that the Pasuk states, but on the day that the healthy flesh is observed in it, it shall be Tame. This implies that there is a day in which the Kohen examines its Saras, and there is a day in which the Kohen does not examine it. From here we learn, who develops a Nega, we give him the seven days of his wedding celebration before examining it. We give the chasen this allowance as well for his house and clothing. Similarly, if someone develops a nega before a regal, we give him seven days of the chag before examining it. These are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi said we do not need this drusha for the Pasuk states, the cone shall command and they will clear the house. This is done to prevent financial loss for the contents were there when it was declared tame. Imam timing lo with if we delay the inspection for him for a discretionary matter to avoid financial loss, then all the more so we should postpone the inspection for a Dvar Mitzvah. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dav Zion, and our standard simon is a Kli Zion, a weapon. So we use a gun as the simon. A gun. So here goes. The heavily armed guards hired to prevent the Kohen from looking at people's Nagaim on Cholomoed weren't sure if they should let him go and look at the Matzorah at the end of his second confinement and told the Chazan to come back in a week after Sheva Brachas. So once again, it's a motion. The heavily armed guards, armed guards, gun, that must mean we're on Dov Zion. The heavily armed guards hired to prevent the Kohen from looking at people's Nagaim on Cholomoed, which reminds us that we have a Malchus Ramir on the Chachamim, whether a Kohen can look at a Nega on Cholomoed. Rabbi Mer says, a Kohen may look and examine a Nega Tzras on Cholomoed to be Meiko, but not to be Machmir. Rashi explains that Kohen sees that he's Tame, shouldn't say anything, because if he declares him Tame, he'll cause a person distress, and the Torah says, of and you should rejoice in your Chag. But the Chachamim say a Kohen may not examine at all, neither to be Meiko nor Machmir. They hold the cone who examines the nega must make a ruling, and if he were to examine it in order to be makel, he might end up having to be machmir. So, the heavily armed guards hired to prevent the cone from looking at people's nagaim on Cholomoed weren't sure if they should let him go and look at the Mitzorah at the end of his second confinement, which reminds us. The Gemara brings a similar Malchokas between Rebbe and the Rebbe Yossi, who holds like the Chachamim, and Rebbe qualifies the Malchokas that they only disagree in the case of someone at the end of his second confinement, where his situation will improve if he's Tahor and worsen if he's Tameh, as he'll be distressed on becoming a Mitzorah Mukhlat. So, the heavily armed guards hired to prevent the cone from looking at people's nagaim on Cholomoed weren't sure if they should let him go and look at the Matsora at the end of his second confinement and told the chassan to come back in a week after Sheva Brachas. Which reminds us, since becoming a Matsora is dependent on the cone's declaration of the person being Tameh, we learn that a chassan who develops a nega, we give him seven days of a Sheva Brachas before examining it, and we also give him an allowance for his house and clothing. Similarly, if someone develops a nega before a regal, we give him seven days of the Chag before examining it. So once again, 
the heavily armed guards hired to prevent the Kohen from looking at people's Nagaim on Cholomoed weren't sure if they should let him go and look at the Matsura at the end of his second confinement and told the Chassan to come back in a week after Sheva Rochas. All right, now it's time for Four Blabat Chazara. Daf Gimel. So the Simmer Daf Gimel is a Gimel, a camel. So here goes. The man riding his camel, camel, that must be more on Daf Gimel, Gimel. The man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah, which reminds us, the more questions how the Mishnah permits watering irrigated fields on Shemitah. For whether one holds that watering is prohibited due to sowing or due to plowing, it should be prohibited. Abai answered, the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe who holds that Shemitah nowadays is only the Rabbanah, and since there be a lot, if one does not water his irrigated field on Shemitah, the Rabbanah permitted it. Rav said you can even say the Mishnah is going according to the Rabbanah who hold that Shemitah nowadays is a Daraisa. But the Torah only prohibits avos and not toldos, except for zamir and Betzira, pruning and picking grapes. So the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach, which reminds us that more brings the mission in Shvis regarding until when one can plow a stay lavan and a stay ilan, a grain field and a field of trees. With the opinions of Beis Shammah, Beis and Rabbi Shimon who holds, with regard to a stay lavan, a grain field one can plow until Pesach, and with regard to a stay ilan, a field of trees one may plow until Shavuos. So the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach that was being removed by a later basin that was Mavatal, the decree which reminds us. The Gemara asks how Ramon Gamliel and his basin were able to Mavatal the earlier times of Beishamah and Beisoh when we know Eim Beisin Yachul Avatal Divrei Beisin Chavero Elim Ken Gadol Mimenu Bechachum Ubeminyan A basin cannot be Mavatal, a decree of another basin unless it's greater than the earlier basin in wisdom and in number. The Gemara answers the Beisham Beisil initially stipulated called Rotsal Avatal Yavu Yavatal Whoever wants to be Mavatal the decree in the future may do so. The Gemara clarifies that the Lachal Moshe Misina that prohibits plowing 30 days before Shoshana remained in place. Daf Dalit. So the similar Daf Dalit is a door. So here goes. The person used a door. Door. That must be more Daf Dalit. Dalit. Door. The person used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancholo Moed, which reminds us, Gemara asks why it's prohibited to use water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate a canal in Ancholo Moed since there's no Tirchi Yisera. There's no excessive effort. Rabbi Allah said, and then Rabbi Yochanan Gezera Megasham Atumekilon. It's a decree on rainwater because of water from a well. And Rashi explains that people may come to draw water from a well. Ravashi said, Megasham Gufalo Lide Mekilonasu. The rainwater itself will become like water from the well and that it will eventually require a pail. Rashi explains that as water is used, the water level will go down and a person will need to draw the water with a pail. So the person used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancholo Moed. Use another one to prevent people from digging a new canal during Shviz, which reminds us, the Gemara asks why is it prohibited to dig out a new irrigation canal during Shviz when there's no concern for Tircha? Rabbi Zer and Rabbi Abba Bar Mamel disagree on the reason. One says because it appears as if the person is hoeing, and the other one says because he's making the canal's banks suitable for sowing. The Gemara says enough kamina between the two. It's a case where one takes the earth from the canal and throws it far away from the banks of the canal. In this case, there is no concern according to the one who holds the issue is preparing the banks for sowing, while it's still forbidden according to the one who holds that the issue is hoeing. So, the person who used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancholo Moed used another one to prevent people from digging a new canal during Shviz and told them to fix the damaged canal next to it that was one tefak deep and should be six fucking deep 
instead, which reminds us, the Mishnah and Seder Masaknis Mukukalis Mamod, one may fix a damaged irrigation canal in Chohomod, and the Gemara asks, what is considered damaged? And Rabbi Yama said that if the canal is now one tefach deep, it may be restored to a depth of six tefachim. The Gemara asks, what would be the din of one wanting to restore a canal that is two tefachim deep to its original depth of seven tefachim? Do we say that here too it's permitted because he's also digging five tefachim? Or do we say that since there's an additional tefach that's not necessary for the workings of the canal, there's too much exertion and it is prohibited. The Gemara leaves it as a teku. Daf hay. So the symbol daf hay is hay or a haystack. So here goes. The children sitting on bales of hay. Hey, that must be more on daf. Hey. The children sitting on bales of hay watching their father schwitz as they dug a new cistern and call moed for the public, which reminds us, the Mishnah had stated, Masaknus Kukuli Amayim Shibushus Rabim, one may fix damaged cisterns in Rishus Rabim and which refers to clearing them out of debris. And the more inferred from here, Chatita In Chafir, although clearing the cisterns out, is permitted, but digging new ones is not. Rabbi Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that they didn't teach that digging cisterns was forbidden, except when the public doesn't need them. But if the public needs them, then digging them is permitted. So the children sitting on bales of hay watching their father schwitz as they dug a new cistern on Chol for the public didn't challenge the Rebbe who was there as well. Which reminds Rabbi Shubin Levi said, or whoever evaluates his ways, which Rashi explains means that he weighs the loss of doing a mitzvah versus its reward and the gain of doing an avera. Versus the loss, Zochah Barov Yishuwasa Shukosh Baruch Hu will be Zochah to see the salvation of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And the Gemara brings the story of Rabbi Yana's Talmud, who would challenge him in Shir, but not when it was widely attended by the public, so as not to embarrass Rabbi Yanai if he didn't know the answer. So the children sitting on bales of hay, watching their father Schwitz as they dug a new sister on Cholamod for the public, didn't challenge the Rebbe who was there as well, marking graves in a base of pras, which reminds us the Mishnah had stated Metzainus Kfaros, one may mark graves on Cholamod. The Gemara brings a price that teaches that only things that transmit tumor through an oil can be marked, with one example being a base of pras, a field where a grave was plowed over. After bringing statements that indicate that a base of pras does not transmit tumor via an oil, the Gemara concludes and brings a mission from Olos that teaches shosha base of prasen. There are three types of base of pras. Dav vav. So the similar dav vav is a sword. So here goes. The Zal Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomot, brandishing their sword. Swords? That must mean more on dav vav. The Zal Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomot, brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim, which reminds us the Mishnah had said that Shulchei Basin also go out to inspect the fields for Kalayim, referring to Pesach Cholomot. The Gmoron Ardav has said this is a contradiction to a Mishnah Shkalim that says the inspectors go out on the 15th of Adar. Rabbi Laz and Rabbi Yosef Rechanin each provide an answer. One said that the Mishnah Shkalim is dealing with the early crop, whereas the Mishnah here is dealing with the later crop. The other one said, Kamba Zvarim, Kamba Yerakos. The Mishnah Shkalim deals with grains, whereas here it deals with vegetables. So the Zelsa Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomot brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim, saw a man use his sword to make a channel to draw water from one tree to another, which reminds us that the next Mishnah states, where Blazim Yaakov says, Moshe me ilan ilan. we may draw the water from one tree to another tree on Cholomoed, provided that one does not water the entire field. Rashi explains that the trees need to be irrigated to prevent financial loss, but the whole field may not be watered because the grains, in this case, can survive on rainwater. And plants that were not watered before the mode may not be watered in Cholomod. Rashi explains that since they were not watered regularly before, they'll survive if one doesn't water them during Cholomod. The Chami Matirim Bezeh but the Chami permit watering in both cases. Rashi explains that the Chami here is Rabbi Meir, who permits watering a rainwater field in order to enhance its growth. So, the Zelos Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomod, brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim, saw a man use his sword to make a channel to draw water from one tree to another, next to an anthill where a battle to the deaths was going on.
Which reminds us, the Gemara brings up Bryce that states, we may destroy antholes in Chalamod, and Rabbi Gamaliel explains how. One brings dirt from this anthole and puts it in this anthole, and the ants choke each other to death. But she explains that when the ants smell the unfamiliar soil, they panic and kill each other. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu, a great day and great learning.